0: One of the most important title in the Bible is the title called the sons of God all the people in the Bible that have said they have seen God before they have never seen God all that they saw was the Son of God the Son of God means God in a visible form that is God that we can see remember God says I am Spirit." Anytime somebody demands so much that he wants to see God, what God will do is that God will create a human form that he likes displaying himself. So when we say that God created us in his image, it is the image that he likes to use to appear to people. So when God wanted man, he said, I want to create these images and put them everywhere. So that when people seek for my glory, just enter into one of the images and I do what I would have done if I was around and that was the concept of what is called the Son of God when man came the hierarchy of man was closer to God but when man lost the glory of God he was reduced the hierarchy became like God angels principalities powers demonic powers and workers of iniquity and all of and later on animals and the next person now was man so when Jesus saw us how we struggle Jesus gave us this privilege of sonship he says I'm taking you back to how you were supposed to be and the Bible said to as many that believed so the only condition for sonship becomes believing so everybody that that Jesus is the son of God the moment you give your life to Christ you have left the rain where animals control you you are now a son of God that's the level so in that level of the sonship anything that is not applicable to Jesus is not applicable to you in the hierarchy of power you are higher than principalities and powers. That's why the Bible says we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. It's not that when I'm praying, I'm now seated with Christ in heavenly places because we are discussing matter. The moment I'm done with the prayer, so I go down to where I belong. No, 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 no. Seated with Christ in heavenly places is that we are sons of God. If I want to cast out demons, I cast out demons with the authority that I'm a son and in the hierarchy of power, I'm than you it doesn't matter how many years you have stayed I'm bigger than you so that's the authority that God has given to us Amen. all right Matthew 16 verse 16 you're still on thank God for Jesus Powerful, you know that Jesus is so wonderful, do you know that Jesus is so great? Wow, yeah, Matthew 16, verse 16. Can we start from 13? When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? That's verse 13, verse 14, and they started lifting up their hands. And they wanted to answer the question the way he was asking, but they never knew that the question is not supposed to be answered the way he asked. Now, because they start saying, some say that you are John the Baptist. Ah, uh-uh, not two John the Baptist we could have. Some say that you are Elias. Elias means Elijah. Others say that you are Jeremiah. Others said that you are one of the prophets. One of the wrong doctrines in town that I'm going to teach you very soon is reincarnation. Reincarnation is a wrong doctrine Do you understand? There's nothing like reincarnation And thou said, you're the son of man Okay, you're 15 And he said unto them But whom say ye that I am? Verse 16 And Simon Peter answered and said Thou art the Christ The son of the living God Listen, verse 13 Give me verse 13 I'll tell you how they missed the question They answer the question the way he was asking. If you answer it the way he was asking, you will be wrong. Because if you don't answer it the way he asked, then you will be right. Because for you to be able to answer it another way around, it means you must have gotten the revelation of who he is. He asked, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? So first, you need to correct him that he's not the son of man. That he's the son of God. Jesus saying that he was the son of man, he's trying to humble himself. It's not really what he is. So it is now your opportunity to exalt him. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's now your opportunity to exalt him. It's like Jesus coming into your house and decided to sit at the last chair. Now you are the one that to tell him, no, 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 that seat is not for you. You come please and check, sit at the front rule. Do you understand? So he started by saying, who do I, the son of man am? And the people started explaining and describing him as the son of man. And they said, ah, Elijah is the son of man. You're Elijah. Jeremiah is the son of man. You are Jeremiah. It takes you moving away from what is being seen to the unseen. So that is verse 16. Give us verse 16 again. That's why he said, flesh and blood had not revealed this to you. And Simon Peter answered, and said, thou art Christ. The son. You are not the son of man. You need to be very intelligent to have a question paper, and you have option A, B, C, D, and you lift up your hand and say, "Please, sir, I'm sorry, the answer is not on any of the section." And the examiner now look, you are very intelligent. Please, start number eighteen. It's a bonus because the answer is not there. Do you understand? Do you get what I'm saying? So it takes revelation to do that. It takes revelation. Else, you will cut the wrong thing and move on. Jesus gave them options. Who do they say I, the Son of Man, am? And they failed. And the smart guy said, I just got a revelation. He said, Okay, what's that? He says, You are Christ. Christ means the anointed. You are Christ, the Son of the Living God. Oh, God. Let's see the next verse. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou. All of a sudden, because she was so moody because nobody knew who he, who he was. It was just who do men say I'm? gonna say Elijah. I said, okay, who else? Sons of the prophet, another one Isaiah. Yes, who else? You are Jeremiah. You are Jeremiah. Yes, you are Jeremiah. He was just moody. So, the moment Peter said what he said, Jesus said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bajona. Now. He identified Jesus name He says thou art the son of the living God And Jesus also said I know also your name Is yes. it uh, all through the Bible You don't find his name We did not know that Bajona is uh, We only knew Simon Peter You understand Simon Peter that is the surname first They brought Simon first And Peter his name came last We never knew his middle name And the Bible says Thou art Simon Bajona if you know me, I know you. Yeah. One man of God I was watching. I was excited about him. A demon-possessed person will be so so jumping around, disturbing, and he will say, I change you down in Jesus' name. And the guy is chained down. He said, I change your legs. He will be moving. He said, I change your two legs. And the guy is not moving anymore. And he asked the demon-possessed girl something. And the demon-possessed girl is not saying anything. He said, I command you to speak now. And he literally started speaking. I said, What is this? So powerful. When I went to Iran, I tried it too. It worked. So powerful. (laughs) So wonderful. Okay, so what what happens is that how how does God know me? How God knows me is going to be based on how much I know Him. I'll be preaching on what I call the privilege of sonship. Sit down. The privilege of sonship. There is a title that is bigger than every other title. There's a title that is bigger than every other title in the Bible. I don't care the titles that are in the Bible. Maybe prophets, nice title. Maybe apostle, nice title. Maybe bishop, nice title. Some churches are even funny to invent titles and add it to the Bible. That is not even in the Bible. Like Archbishop. Just because there are Archangels. And it looks like Archangel. At like the senior level of angels. And the angels are just normal. So they said if they are Archangels. They should also be Archbishop. So but there is a title. That is very very powerful. That is ignored. By very many persons. In the Bible. Or on in our days today. The title, I want to give you something very powerful. The title that is one of the most important titles in the Bible is the title called the Sons of God. Title called the Sons of God. It's one of the most powerful titles. That the moment, if you want Jesus, his anointing to rise up, remind him that he's a son of God. Don't even call him rabbi. Don't even call him prophet. Don't even call him teacher. Just remind him, thou art the son of the living God. He will hand over keys into your hands. The moment you understand him as the son of God. The moment this guy said, thou art the son of the living God keep going. He said, flesh and blood had not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. Because of that, verse 18. Let's see verse 18. Instantly, verse 18. He's so excited because somebody had known him. Verse 18 he says, and I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail so many people stand on this place and look for prayer points there like God you said you will build my church he did not say it he only said upon this rock I will build my church he did not really say he will build his church he was saying if you have something so strong like this then I can build something on top of it so what was the rock coincidentally Peter's name has entered his rock also well, that was not the rock Jesus was talking about The rock Jesus was talking about is that Your revelation is so rocky The revelation you have in me Is so strong That I can build a church on it You see that revelation of being a son of God Thou art Christ the son of God That revelation that you have is too strong That if I build a church on that It will stand He says, you are Peter. And upon this rock I'll build my church. So it's very, very important. There is this important title that even if you lose every other title in life, don't lose the title of being a son of God. And in fact, the son of God in the Bible doesn't have anything to do with gender. In fact, as a matter of fact, there are nothing like daughters of God. It's always sons of God because if... God start addressing you as a daughter You will be cut off By what you know About daughters and inheritance You will start thinking that if you are a daughter Of God, you don't have Rights for his inheritance Because daughters Are always married out of their father's house So God doesn't want you to even see Yourself as a daughter He sees you as a female and still calls you a son of God. So, one of the titles that Jesus has, which was so, so powerful. I'm going to expand a little bit on this title. You may not understand all the things I'm teaching today. But the little you know will be enough for you to raise the dead. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anyhow you can know it, even if you cannot understand English, the very little one you are going to hear from me is going to be enough to rest the dead. Now, listen, God calls this title, magnify this title so much, he calls it Son of God. Thou art the sons of God. And he said, um, upon this rock I'll build my church. And in John 1 verse 18, I discovered something that God has this great title all the people in the Bible that have said they have seen God before they have never seen God all that they saw was the Son of God I'm going to explain to you what the Son of God means no man had seen God at any time whether Genesis, whether Exodus whether Deuteronomy, whether Numbers whether Revelation no one had seen God at any time the only begotten Son which is in the bosom of the father. He had declared him. What He's saying is that all the time, all through the biblical days, nobody saw God. It's just that when people seek for God and want to see God so much. They want to see God so much. What God does is that he just sent his son. And what you see in the revelation is the son of God. Even if you see in the revelation and he says I am God. You have just seen the son of God. So now what does the son of God mean? The Son of God means God in a visible form. That is God that we can see. Remember, God says, I am spirit. Sometimes when we are praying, we say, God, you are an invisible God. We are talking about him as an invisible. Let me tell you two types of invisible. One, invisible means that he cannot be seen with our naked eyes, with our physical eyes. Two, you see how invisible God is? Even though angels cannot be seen. But do you know that angels are not invisible? Hello. Do you know that angels are not invisible? Why you cannot see angels is that you are not having the eyes of the spirits. It's not that you are of. It's just that you are in the flesh. No, it's not to your detriment. It's not to my not anything from you. But the truth is that if I close this, my eyes, the physical eyes, and maybe by chance, that is what you call revelation, I now wear. The spiritual eyes I'm going to see spiritual things That is I'm going to see angels I'm going to see demons That are hiding Because there are very many around But do you know Even if I wear the spiritual eyes I still won't see God Because he is invisible Even in the realm of the spirit Satan too can't even see him if angels tell you that they don't they have not seen God before, you'll be so shocked. The only one that keeps appearing and they see is God that can be seen. And it is called the Son of God. So anytime God appears, what has appeared is that which can be seen. The reason why it is like that is that there is no size that can size God. There is no length that can be enough for God. you can only see something if it is sized. You can only see something if the thing is in shape. And the truth is that God is so numerous that he he covers everywhere that until he makes a small portion of himself and puts it before you, you cannot see him. So he does that all the time. And when he does that all the time, it will be wrong for him to say, that is God Because God is still bigger than that So he calls the one that A small portion of him He called it son of God So son of God is God that is invisible I don't want to say God in a human form That's still right But it's beyond that God in a visible form God that is in visible form And when God created man That is the image he created us the image He created also was that I want to create you as a form where I can enter and display myself. Because, oh God, the reason is that this invisible form of God, called the Son of God, God used to have it in the wardrobe. Anytime God wants to reveal himself for somebody, like Moses was praying and was crying and was saying, God, I want to see your face. How can you be talking to me through the fire and I'm not even seeing your face? And you want to use me and I'm not seeing your face. I just want to see you. And God said, you cannot see me. If you see me, you die. He said, I want to see you. And God said, well, hide behind the cave. I'm going to pass you. I'm going to see my back. And I'm going to use my hand and cover your face. You are just going to see my back. And what God did even what he saw was not still God it was still God in a human form that is the size that can be seen by human it was still the son of God so anytime somebody demands so much that he wants to see God what God will do is that God will create a human form mold a human form that he likes displaying himself this form of man Has always been the form God has created from the time old To use and display himself I don't know if you understand It is a design, it is a mold that God used to use and design himself So when we say that God created us in his image It is the image that he likes to use to appear to people So when God wanted man He said I want to create these images and put them everywhere So that when people seek for my glory I just enter into one of the images and I do what I would have done if I was around. And that was the concept of what is called the son of God. That was the only concept of the son of God. Muslim got us wrong when we talked about the son of God. Muslim got us wrong because they felt God was married. They felt we are trying to talk about that God got married. No, he's not married. He's just that he now created the forms. Oh God! So he creates some of the forms And the form looks slim And when you look at the forms of God that look slim You can barely not believe That God could use such form Because you are looking at the outward appearance And you don't know the inward appearance You don't know that the more the form Is closer to the source Then God can always use the form And display his power So in John chapter 1 God started showing us some privileges of sonship. Remember, God cannot be seen anywhere, anytime. All that you will see is going to be the Son of God. So Jesus decided to share his Sonship. When Jesus came to the world, he was the only Son of God. Only the only one God could God could get into and display his power. Every other person were just forms, but denying the power thereof. So in John chapter 1 verse 12 Jesus started giving us a privilege for sonship. The privilege for sonship is that I would love my father to also come inside of you and use you to do something. That's the privilege of sonship. That is to say, let me tell you what I'm trying to tell you. God is a spirit. So a spirit is like, the highest I can use to describe it is like a wind. How many of you have put wind In the balloon before So if you put wind in the balloon It takes the shape of the balloon And if you put wind in the balloon That's not all the wind It's just all that the balloon can be able to carry That's that's just all If you have a big balloon You can contain a bigger wind So when Jesus came Jesus became the only access God could enter to deal with man God could enter to talk to man So he became a free access that When you hear Jesus talking You don't doubt him Because he's connected As I'm talking to you right now I don't know God is connecting you right now to himself So he becomes a showcase This is what Jesus was Jesus become a showcase When you look at Jesus You are seeing God And he calls his son of God And in John chapter 1 verse 12 When God looked at the disciples and how the disciples were so struggling to do some things that he did. You know, sometimes the disciples see Jesus do some miracles at ease and they cannot do it. And Jesus will be looking at them and say, let me give this people privilege of sonship. And the Bible says, to as many that as receive him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. So God now opened up. And said, let me give you a privilege To be a son of God Now, when human beings Fall from grace When they fell from power When they fell from the privilege that God gave to them When they fell from being humans What happened was that This was the hierarchy of man God is always on top After God, you need to pay attention Before man came It was God after God, angels After angels Maybe when they were demons after angels, they now have principalities. They now have powers. They now have workers of iniquity and all of that. After all that, they now have animals. They now have plants. And they now have inanimate things, like stones. Those are the level hierarchy in position. So, after a long while, man came. So, when man came, the hierarchy of man was Closer to God But when man lost the glory of God Fell down He was reduced The hierarchy became like God Angels Principalities Powers Demonic powers and workers of iniquity and all of that And later on animals And the next person now was man That's how man fell Have you fallen down before from a tree But you didn't land on the ground You heated some branches, came back, heated on another branches, heated on another branch, heated, and God sustained you with the last branch. That was how, that was how man fell. So he hanged after animals. So when human beings fall, animals were better. Let me shock you. Let me give you a shock of your life. Animals in the Bible, including animals like sheep, were far, far ahead and bigger in spiritual hierarchy more than Elijah so God could consume the animals they could not consume the Elijah who made the sacrifice with the animals the animals could do atonement for Elijah but Elijah cannot do atonement for the animal atonement is that the animal is what now unites God and Elijah it takes somebody who has a bigger preference that is who have if you quarrel with me now you need to look for somebody else that is closer to me that can unite me and you not somebody that you are already closer to me than. you understand what i'm saying so the atonement is that the animal that you are taking to come and do an atonement is more closer to god (laughs) than you are so they bring animals so As anointed as you claim Elijah was Animals were still higher in the hierarchy So when God saw man Look at what happened The moment animal The moment animal the Adam and Eve committed sin They fell down The highest thing in their level Was now animal So for Jesus to even have a meeting For God to even have a meeting with them What God needed to do was to kill one animal for atonement use the skin and cover them for them to even sit down and they do negotiation because animal was in a higher dimension this was other animals when you now get into the hands of the devil the devil want to reduce you beyond animal to stones, to water, inanimate things when the devil reduce you from animal level to inanimate things then you are the least in the lineage of life so when Jesus saw us, how we struggle, Jesus gave us this privilege of sonship. He says, I'm taking you back to how you were supposed to be. And the privilege I'm also going to give to you is just to become sons of God. And Jesus was saying to us, you have the same rights I have with God if you become a son of God. And the Bible said, to as many that believe. So the only condition for sonship becomes believing. Believing is more than, see, believing is the cutoff point. To believe means I don't know it but the way you are saying it I accept it like that. It is even Knowing is even deeper than believing. Believing is that I don't have evidence but I like what you say and I trust what you say to be true. But knowing means I have enough concrete evidence. So God says most of the things I'm going to do you may not have enough proof for it but just believe me like that. So God says to us many that believe in me I have given you power to become sons of God so everybody that believes that Jesus is the son of God from that day as you just believe said, it's like you are just hearing the word of God as you hear the word of God and the preaching is on and the pastor is preaching powerfully and you say to your heart I believe that Jesus is the son of God and they call for altar call, and you lift up your hands, automatically angels have shovel you, take you below the level of an animal, to your rightful place. The moment you give your life to Christ, you have left the realm where animals control you. You are now a son of God. That's the level. So in that level of the sonship, Anything that is not applicable to Jesus Is not applicable to you So that's the level Anything that cannot happen to Jesus Cannot happen to you So it's just like all of us Sitting down on a dining table And there are preferences And the person who is sharing food Is sharing food Based on people's hierarchy and respects So how I do is that As I'm sitting down on the table When you give me a food I have to check whether that is what you drop for Jesus. If that is not what you drop for Jesus, then take it away. Then that's not my level of food. Am I talking to somebody? So God bless you from the time you give your life to Christ. God bless you on a level of a son. God bless you as a level of a son. You become sons of God. It's bigger than any prophets in this life. Sons of God. Jesus is now making it open. For as many that believe in me, I give them power to become sons of God. Do you know how to cast out demons? How to cast out demons is that you understand who you are as a son. In the hierarchy of power, you are higher than principalities and powers. That's why the Bible says we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Not just that we are sitting with Christ to enjoy or to discuss something. That after the sitting down, we come back. It's not that when I'm praying, I'm now seated with Christ in heavenly places because we are discussing matter. The moment I'm done with the prayers, so I go down to where I belong. No, 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 no. Seated with Christ in heavenly places, is that the level of hierarchy is that we are sons of God. So that's a hierarchy. If I want to come demon. I cast out demon with the authority that I'm a son and in the hierarchy of power, I'm bigger than you. It doesn't matter how many years you have stayed, I'm bigger than you. So that's the authority that God has given to us. So when you find Jesus looking at the dead and said, you Lazarus, come back to life. And Lazarus come back to life. It is because he has understood his level of authority, and in his level of authority, he's bigger than dead. because death is among the principalities. It's bigger than dead. so he's exercising his authority. I don't know whether a policeman has held you and told you you are going to spend money. I'm not going to release this to your car, and all of a sudden you call somebody, and he says, uh, "He says, sir, somebody wants to talk to you," and uh, he collects. And he said, Ah, Musa, how are you? He said, Fine. Yeah, leave the car. That's my child. Leave the car. That's my guy. And uh, he said, Okay, sir. No problem, sir. And you call it back your phone from Musa. And Musa said, oh, oh, Come on, pass, pass. Enter the motor, pass. Did I give you your papers? Come and take your papers. How much did you give to me? How much did you give to me? 300 now. Take back your money. Take back your money. Take back your money. I don't want to have any problem with you. Because you have just woken up the authority. So now he respects you just the same way he respects the man. That's the level he blesses you. You see why the demon prays you? You have not yet become a son of God. He praises you just like he would have praised any animal. That's the level. Do you understand? You see why you talk to the devil and he's talking back to you? You have not yet become a son. In fact, the devil should even knock you because you are insulting. You see why devil is using sickness to torment your life? It's because you have not reached that level. So they can maltreat you. Do you know why they say people in your family cannot make it? And it looks like it's affecting your life. You have not entered the realm of sons. When you enter the realm of sons, you move away from family. Because now you are not longer a son to your parents. You are now a son of God that's why Jesus was telling these people because these guys used to come around Jesus and saw Jesus do some crazy miracles and they wanted to know how does Jesus do the miracle he does and Jesus was trying to make them know if you know who I am then you won't question my miracles one day they saw Jesus talk to the storm and the storms all obey and when the storm all obey they asked what manner of man is this they got it wrong it was not a man it was God And the definition of the Son of God is that if God has to be visible, then this is Him. That's all. So God must actually empower this, His Son, which is His physical representation to be exactly what He is. Privilege of sonship. If you want to cast out demons and somebody is tormented by demons and you lay hands on the person and be praying for a long time and you just remember just a demon yes listen to me I give you two seconds to leave the tone of the voice you now use will now make the devil to know that you know who you are most times why the devil is really puffing up is because he knows so well that you don't know whose child you are it doesn't matter how demons have tortured your life for 30 years 40 years sometimes a demon tortures you and puts you in a sickness sometimes it looks like demons are going to take away your brain it looks like you are going to become mad the moment you become a son of God you have just realized a new position and the Bible says no weapon formed against us shall prosper this is what God does to every of his sons the moment you give your life to Christ what God does is that he carries a mark and puts on your head so when the devil is flogging everybody when he comes to your place he sees the mark That is why Paul said, let no man trouble me, for I bear in me the mark of Christ. The mark of Christ is not just like they put a mark on somebody. The mark of Christ is that God has carried me to the level. It's a level. It's like when they say, what's your height? And you say, I don't know my height. And they carry a mark and draw like this. And you went and stand. You understand? And check yourself in the mark and know your height. So the mark of Christ is that God lifted you up so that when you are measured in the level of power When they measure you up in the level of power you stand alongside with Christ where no demons can weigh you down. So that's what the devil fights. If I tell you that Satan is fighting your life that is what he's fighting. He's fighting is fighting to shift you away from sonship the devil is fighting to remove you from sonship because as far as you are a son he cannot do you anything but if the devil can be able to remove you from sonship then he can deal with you powers. All that sin wants to achieve is to remove you from sonship. When you are removed from sonship the devil will treat you worse than a servant. will treat you like a stranger to God. You will even shout Jesus and Jesus does not come. Have you been praised before and you are shouting Jesus and nothing show up? Because you have been removed from the level of that authority. Your ID card is no longer valid so now this way, where I want to conclude listen now when we say let's magnify God we are not increasing the size of God in heaven no it remains the same in fact the height is already higher than the highest bigger than the biggest so you cannot increase that height When we now say, let's magnify the Lord. Because that's what we are going to do in the next 10 minutes. What we are saying is that the God that is inside of you, increase. Increase his heights. Because it's so bad that you have a God inside of you and demons are praising you at night. Witches and wizards are manipulating you. They have carried your name into one witchcraft coven and they are using it. So when we say magnify the Lord, we are saying increase the heights and the size of God in your heart since you are now a custodian of God. Increase it! And the more it increases, the more devil does not have any chance to come in. Lift up your hands and start magnifying Jesus right now. Hi aboshikara na guys. Li booshikara
1: Marabo shataya. Male booshikede deko ya. Si baba 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 ya. Wiko booshikede baba baba Makenduri pa baba shebarada. Satela baba kabara na guys. Marepo shikubara na Zikere deko boše taba zabarara baba bo shike mazoko bo shikere deko just magnify 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 the Lord magnify magnify the Lord with me and so the name of Jesus Arapa Makenduba basata ya ba baba baba bo si ya na ba makendo baba baba bo si ya na ba ligada da baba si da ba baba 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 Maya dada bo ziga dada, ligere deko ba 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 ba, makedo ripo sikera, lando zeba kabare dodo, mira ba 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 likopo de 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 makanda dada dada. Iposoto de 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 ba ba Baba baba bara bara bolsia bara ba emara bara bolsia bara ba ligo profet shereba ya mi bara 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 ba ya bore bolsi kereke bereke kaya ila bore 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 shada da 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 ila da 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 ila da 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 Y capas a y cada balada, choto la vaca pasa camarada, y da pasiporia, y que de 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 See ya, everybody. Make it a bubble, bubble. See ya, everybody. Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands.